How you doing? Welcome to Godfather Part, Part two, 2 Minute. With me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And that must mean this is Minute 117 of the Godfather Part 2. Yeah, that's right, Alex. Repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento diciassette. Whoa, cento diciassette. You got it. Oh, no. Cento diciassette. Cento diciassette. Cento diciassette. Cento diciassette. Cento diciassette. Cento diciassette. Hey, you, you told us a little bit last week about your uh, trip to Italy. Yeah. Did you use any of your um, Sicilian numbers? Oh, hell yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> Although in the teens, the teens are really hard. Mm. I just never remember them. Yeah. But yeah, I used numbers. I used... Uh, did you use days of the week? I did use days of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I used Monday, Tuesday, no, no, Thursday. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Tell us about the minute, Alex. Well, in minute 117, Vito Corleone meets up with Fat Clemenza and Lean Tessio <laughs> at the San Whoever Festival in old-timey New York City. They each give Vito their $50, and after getting him to do the line, he goes to meet Don Fanucci, yeah. who is wetting his beak in a darkened local cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get one of those, uh, you know, those birds that have you ever seen? I haven't seen one in a long time, but it's like I know what you mean, but I'm waiting for you to describe it for okay. our listeners. It's like a plastic bird that is over a container of water, and the bird's head goes down, tips into the water, and then somehow the weight of that makes the thing tip. So basically, the bird is tipping its face in the water, going back to yeah. out. Tipping its face in the water and going back up. That you do that one with a Fenucci head on it. Oh, because he's wetting his beak. <laughs> Um, and, and, the, and the water source is a, a, like a big version of an espresso cup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or it. they could do, uh, you know, those you know those banks where you like do a lever and like a hand goes out or something. Oh yeah, they should have it with a hat because Finucci puts down his oh. hat over the over yeah, the. Not in uh, this minute. Not in this minute, but I'm just okay. saying this. That would be like if you do want to do a series of Finucci themed uh, oh, mechanical devices. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> What, inside the brain of Alex Robinson. <laughs> hey, by the way, speaking of um, yes, different devices. Yes, uh, as we were. I thought of this the other day. Does anyone have a tombstone Yes, that's carved to look like a slot machine? <sighs> yeah, I mean, you'd think somebody would. Someone has to, right? Yeah, the only thing a I can see gambler? is that cemeteries will sometimes be like, well, we don't want something that's going to... Mm. It has to fit the tone of the cemetery. Oh. We don't want like a novelty item, oh, you know. No, we don't want no. like a <laughs> not here. <laughs> we don't want like a you know a crazy statue or anything but like there's that. There's got to be some cemetery. That... You think there'd be some cemetery where they would just be like, hey, if you want to do a crazy tombstone, come here. It'd be a good tourist attraction. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! Didn't walk to a cemetery remains all they... the way to another state just so they could have a wacky tombstone. <laughs> well, there'd be one in each state. That way, you wouldn't have to cross state lines with a corpse. Come down to Corleone's. Uh, headstones, tombstones, ink, and we'll carve the, any stone that you want. <laughs> we'll carve a, t- uh, a slot machine right out of that tombstone, right out of the marble. 
Well, we should do that one. You got to save gambling for last. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that the other day. Maybe, maybe I was dreaming it because I thought I could see someone going out to reaching out to just touch the, the tombstone, the fake slot machine arm. And when mm-hmm. they did, the arm would come out of the grave oh. and grab the person's head. <laughs> I thought you say you would pull a lever and then things would like, like say the year, the day, the year, like the, oh. the years he was born and the years the person died in the, in the you know, coming oh up in, my the, gosh, uh, that's in great. The, the reels. Oh, it's, so it's like a real slot machine. Well, well yeah, but it doesn't pay out. Yeah. Just like a real slot machine, right? <laughs> Now you now you're learning. Now you're catching on. You and Fredo going to Vegas to learn the casino business. Stick man, all the stick men there. They get the permits, of course. What I'm trying to run a business here. I can't have the slot machines pay. What's the matter with you? None of the mourners can get drinks. Well, well my first get? my first note is about the Star Spangled Banner. Yes. Because last week we had the That's Italian right. national anthem, which mm-hmm. it like segued into it was like a mashup, segueing into the yeah. Star Spangled Banner. So yeah, uh, last week I had some information about the Italian national anthem. Let's do the American yeah. national anthem. Oh, say can you see? <laughs> Keep going. That it was Barzini, <laughs> cause Italia's a pimp. And I'll blame some of the people in this room. <laughs> That's a reminder. People really should check r- out the Underdog Night Soldiers, where you get yes. digital music. You can hear Andrew, the rest of Andrew's. Uh, you can hear the rest of that wonderful song. <laughs> you can, that's a little teaser of something you're working on. Yes. Huh? Well, you know, you're just like Francis Scott Key. And <laughs> they say the gambling for last. <laughs> Never mind. Um, Tell us about the Star Spangled Banners. Dateline, the War of 1812. <laughs> the Battle of Fort McHenry. Extra, extra. Uh, the Americans win the Battle of Fort McHenry. Uh-huh. And, uh, Wait, are you telling the story that is depicted in the Star Spangled well, this Banner? This is what inspired Francis Scott Oh, Key got it, got it, yeah. Okay. was so excited that we won, and mm-hmm. he saw the flag f- flying over Fort, McKin- mm-hmm. uh, Fort McHenry. Uh-huh. And he's like, by Jove, I'm going to put this to me. I'm going to write a poem about this. Because mm-hmm. that's what people did back in the 1800s. Yeah. They saw something. You know, I'm going to write a poem about yeah, that. That's awesome. And um, not R- just a poem. Roses are red. Violets are blue. The poem was titled The Defense of Fort... Fort the Defense of Fort Mahenry. There's, an, there's oh. an apostrophe over the... Mahenry. After the M and the... Between H. the M and the H in uh-huh. Mahenry. I don't know why it's abbreviated there. Yeah, that's how they spelled uh, Menry. Mahenry. <laughs> um and then it was set to it was set to music to an already existing song. Mm, okay. The song was to Anacreon. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Anacreon. Uh to Anacreon in Heaven. A British composer, ironically, Whoa. and uh, so they took this this Francis Scott Key was a member of this like group that did singing. And oh. this was a song that they they used to perform this song, and they said, "Oh, let's just put the lyrics to this song." Oh, cool! And uh, it's a singing group because so he, he was the Weird Al of the 19th it century. Kind of is the original the original song parody. Yeah, <laughs> Weird Francis Scott Key. Weird, because <laughs> um, if you'll notice, when you were trying to sing it, you'll notice it's a notoriously difficult song to sing. It, yeah, it covers a lot of ground range wise. I think they said it has ten semitones. I don't know what musical. Yeah, that's terms. just above an octave. Yeah, so it's. Yeah. It's not quite... Most people can't sing more than an octave, right? Probably not. Most people can't even sing that much. They can just sing a couple of notes of the octave. Yeah. Right? Um, 
I think it's more than that. Because mm, of the lands down here. Oh, say. And then it goes to. Oh, This is the root of the song. This is the lowest note of the song. Oh, say. You, you hit the burn through it. Yeah, that's, that's eight, <laughs> nine, ten. That's like 11 and a, yeah, 11 and a half steps. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Wow, it's, that is up there. You know, here in America, there's a lot of, you can always find, you know, videos of people's voice cracking during oh, the I song know. or not remembering the words. It's, yeah. you know. I think at this point, I'm more interested in bad renditions of the Statue of oh, Liberty than in. Because no. it's kind of boring when it's just like, and now here's the, you know, the chief of the fire department and he comes up and sings it uneventfully. And like, oh, when chief of right. the fire department. It's always I like police officers or fire police. They're not the ones who sing it. I feel I feel like really? I've seen people with, or maybe the oh, band gosh. part, maybe the the, the fireman, yeah. the policeman band, or something. I mean, I supervised probably four hundred high school games, yeah. in my career, and yeah. it's always students, but understandably because it's yeah, school it's to students, high school, yeah. it, it always felt cheesy. Sometimes they didn't have someone to sing it, so they, they'd say, "Please stand for our national anthem," and they'd have pre-recorded yeah, band oh, just weak. Da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. It was always fast. <laughs> yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> well, it's kind of like I know you always. Your big gripe about the song "Happy Birthday" is that it's generally people sing it too slow. No, you sing. It no, too no, slow. you said you. Th- you are the one. You are the only one I know that sings it that <laughs> That's slow. Not, anyway, back to the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> um, so it had instant th- hit, right? It wasn't. In, it was yeah. instantly popularity. It. Um, uh, it was written in 1812, in 1889, so maybe not an instant hit. The, uh, the <laughs> 80 years Back later. Then, that was considered yeah. an instant hit. <laughs> 70 years later, the sheet music got to the other parts of the country. In 1889, the U.S. Navy adopted it as their ah. official uh, song, and then in 1931, it became the national anthem Whoa, of the United States. Still a big... So even at the time of the song, I guess it is not the national anthem, so maybe that's why people didn't take their hats off. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, wow, interesting. The original song has four stanzas, mm, but mm-hmm. here in America we only sing the first stanza. Generally, the song keeps going after that. If oh. you can believe it, the original the original lyrics. song keeps Not the going. Original song, but the, but Francis Key's yeah. version, the home of the brave, and then it goes and into it goes da, na, na, yeah. you know another. It does a whole another round of it. Three more rounds of it. Wow. Um, but you generally don't. That one they stopped. Uh, well, first of all, thank God they don't have all four <laughs> stanzas because I could get you really, I have a hard have time the, sitting through one stanza. Of do it, we have the original lyrics? I do not. I mean, uh, not you, but do they exist? Oh, somewhere? I'm sure you can find them oh, online. If I were singing the national anthem, I would just do one stanza, but I would sing an alternate one. <laughs> People would just think you were making it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. You know what you should do is sing like a like a, a song about food. Really do a Weird Al uh, song. Sing a song about food? Yes, yeah, like oh. the Star Spangled Banner make it about. <laughs> you know. What would um, you call it? What would, what would the song Star be called? Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, what would the parody be? Oh, a, boy. Uh, a, a, it has to be food? It's got to be food. A sparred. A, uh, a chard. A chard. <laughs> A, a charred, mangled spammer, yeah. scar spangled hamburger, hammer, H A M apostrophe R. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, people should yeah. go to Mickey uh, Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub and let us know what on Facebook and let us know what lyrics you'd like to see. In yes, Star Spangled Banner. But anyway, <laughs> they took out those. They stopped using those lyrics because they were very anti-British. And in World War One, we were allies with the British. So like, hey, you know what? Let's oh. stop singing. Let's stop singing those anti-British lyrics. So in the original version, so you're saying the original stanzas, all four, were sung all the way up till the adoption of it as the national anthem for a hundred years. I assume because because World War One, they specifically say the British ones were taken out during World War One. So I don't know if that means everyone sat, but also people were so bored back then they would sit through four stanzas. But what are they going to do? Stare at a gray wall? What else do they have to do? You know. So yeah, I think that. Um, huh. But anyway, I'm sure we can. I'm sure if you go on YouTube, I'm sure there's someone who's actually singing oh, all four stanzas. I'm gonna look for well, it. Well, you know, yeah. we'll ask, we'll answer. Yeah. yeah. So uh, maybe we should do a cover it. of it. Maybe yeah, Underdog Night Soldiers my, could do. My it. voice doesn't have that kind of range. <laughs> well, can't they do it? Computers? You can't like auto tune that oh, stuff. Auto tune the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> 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 um, I love it. No, uh, no, no. I can usually sing that much. It's just right now my voice is oh, weak. It's weak. <laughs> it's weak. Yeah. Um, well, I want you to eat something, mm-hmm. and then you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other last thing about the the, the, the specific Star-Spangled Banner, the American mm-hmm. flag that Francis Scott Key saw floating, flying over oh, yeah. Fort McHenry, um, had only had 15 stars, because okay. it was still early on yeah. in our nation's this history. This War of 1812. War right? of 1812. Wow. And it had 15 stripes. 15 stripes. I guess at some point they were like, okay, for every, every time we add a star, we're also going to add a stripe. Oh. And then eventually they're like, wait a minute, these, these stripes are going to be so skinny once, yeah. we, have, <laughs> once we get above like 20 it's stripes. It's going to turn into a freaking, what do you call that? Like those dot posters? <laughs> yeah, like a magic eye. Magic eye, got to <laughs> stare at it and step back 10 paces. By the way, I can never see though. I think it's a hoax. I think it's a joke that people play on people like me that can't see it. I also cannot see them, oh, so okay. I, I heartily agree with you. Do you believe people really can see something in no, there? No, I think it's totally... It's, it's nonsense, like, uh, right? It's like color blindness or... Um, or uh, but do they believe they see? Does their mind create something? No, it's an emperor's new clothes thing uh, where they're like, oh, everyone says they can see a boat. Oh, I can totally see oh, it. Look, there's look, a boat here. So you know awesome. what I mean? So uh, <laughs> it's a myth. It's a yeah. myth. Okay. Like Bigfoot or... Uh, yeah. What are those things called again? Bigfoot's like a no, Sasquatch? No, the posters. Oh, magic! The magic eye, magic eye posters. Magic eye posters. Yeah, yeah. They really Oops. disappeared, which is funny. That's why I don't think they work. Because if they did work, they would still be around. Yeah, and because they're very cool. If they work, yeah, it's a great I, design. If 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 I legitimately could look at that and see a fish floating in front of the poster, yeah, I would have those all over my house. I, they they'd be in every hippie music festival oh. this side of the Missouri. Yeah, it's it's a it's a hoax. It's a lie. I think they kind of. I think they did it because they wanted to kind of see what the audience reaction was and whether it was worth developing oh, like yeah. holograms and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's not worth it. Uh, well, let me tell you, there's a lot of money in these these dot posters. <laughs> well, well, they look terrible. <laughs> Just cover your eye, pop. You'll see it. It'll pop right out of you. <laughs> um, do they Anything call it pop? They do call it pop. That's pop they talk. Do. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Though, I don't know if Hagen calls him pop. Does he? Hmm. He says the old man. Yeah, he says the old man. And he does also say your father. I don't think he says. I don't think he says pop. Yeah, I don't think he does uh, say pop. 
Anything else about the Star Spangled Banner? That's all I got for the Star Spangled Banner. We should oh, probably talk so, about the minute, shouldn't we? My last question for you is going to be, what do you think of the Star Spangled Banner? I love it. You love the Star Spangled I'm Banner. I've been known to be patriotic, hmm. despite my leftish leaning tendency. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think Democrats can... Uh, probably shouldn't talk politics, should we? Yeah. Yeah, we should not. I mean, well, if you know, it's our show. We can talk about whatever you know we want. What? I'm a patriot, and mm-hmm. I think... And I'm a musician. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. It's... It's a beautiful song, and that bridge is fantastic when it's sung well. The and the rock, lot, it's red the, glare part. Yeah, that melody. Just the cadence and the flow. Of that yeah. melody is just beautiful. Do you think it's just because you're because we've heard it and associated it with being at Yankee games and fireworks and probably patriotism? It, and yeah, probably can't help but you know. But yes, I'm sure it adds. But mm-hmm. even if not, even if I were listening to the original anti-British yeah. lyrics, which are not relevant so much today, <laughs> I think I would still recognize it as a good song. I think they good should melody. I think they should. Oh, it should be a living document where they always oh. adapt it to whatever our current enemy is and include those lines in the song. You know what? You just missed it. Oh, really? I think they should keep all the original lyrics yeah. about anti-Britain yeah. sentiment. But just update them for what's going on in Britain today. Oh, and I so, see. So, like, the, these verses should be about Brexit. A Brexit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I like it. Uh, or, you know... Will you leave the EU? <laughs> I wouldn't if I were you. <laughs> um, the, the trade with Northern Ireland just won't work. It's a soft border. <laughs> this is like Weird Al, but like political Weird yes, Al. political Weird Political Al. Andy Robinson. That would yeah, be, well, your... it needs to be more catchier name than that. Okay. Instead of Weird like, like Al Andy. Yankovic was catchy. Well, instead of Weird <laughs> a- Andy, it'd be, yeah. be like... Oh, you mean like a one word thing? Something catchier. Like, yeah, like, but that has, like, what's a good politic... Uh, po- political work buzz buzz uh, general andy robbins <laughs> we'll work on it yeah um and then everyone will forget my lyrics as current events change yeah that's right? true. everyone will forget all my stanzas no alex it's not gonna ha- it's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> well eventually someone will just do like a 20 hour version which has all oh, the my God. like basically the whole history of England in the 21st century because <laughs> they're all anti-Britain. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. what else you got? Let's talk about other things in the minute yeah, besides the Star Spangled Banner. Let's see. Um, at the very beginning of the minute, when Clemenza walks away from the peanut stand, mm-hmm. do you notice there's a girl dressed as an angel, I and she sort of pivots as Clemenza walks by. So you think it's a sign that he's going to die? It's definitely in there for some it's reason. It's a foreshadowing of his death. Well, he doesn't die. Clemenza oh, uh, eventually Fanu- does. Yeah. He has a heart attack. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, Alex. No. <laughs> Clemenza's like, hey, look at the little angel over there. Like, uh-huh. what are you talking about? There's no angel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were superstitious. <laughs> That's the angel of the kid he, bumped, he, he backed over in his oh, car. Oh, no. She's, she's haunting him now. Continues to haunt him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to mean something, right? I guess this so. whole scene is setting up. Spoiler alert! Hey, everyone, mute this if you don't know what what <laughs> Don Finucci's fate is. All right, now uh, there. This is all setting up the assassination. I'm going to call it assassination, not a murder. Whoa. Of Don Finucci, of Mr. Stevenson. <laughs> 
Herb Stevenson. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean, yeah. there's definitely uh, the angels know. sort of tracking the motions, and, and you know, it is a very religious, uh, you know, ceremony. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a religious culture. Yeah, you know, God, yeah. God, and each each movie has mm-hmm. has a religious ceremony going on it, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. angels. I like it. Let's see. I also have. Um, Oh, so Clemente, Clemenza says to Vito, mm-hmm. says, his family is out of the house. Fenucci alone. Fenucci is, Fenucci's alone in the cafe. So wait, there's no one at his house. Yeah. So but why is he telling this? His family this? is out of the house. Yeah. Fenucci's alone in the cafe. So that makes it sound like he has told them what basically the plan is. I know. Because he's like, I'm going to try to negotiate with him, and if he refuses me, I'm going to follow him home and kill him. Because why else would Clemenza say there's nobody in his house? Well, his family is out. Why but would they? the only th- reason I don't buy that interpretation is because Clemenza then asks him, like, how are you going to get him? Yeah. How are, how are you going to get him to take less money? So clearly Clemenza doesn't know what so his So do you think Vito is. said, see if his family's at home? And find out where he is and see if his family's home. Yeah, I don't know. I can't think of any time <laughs> why. These guys are pretty dumb. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> yeah, turns stop. out Vito isn't really a mastermind. He's just surrounded by idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you guys each give me $25. <laughs> then you find tw- two people to give you $25. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, because why else would he say his family was gone? Yeah, it's there's a little disconnect. There. And why would why would um, why would Coppola have made a point of them saying? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that they don't want us to think. Oh, he gunned down he gunned down Fenucci right in, like while his family was home. Oh. But they're gonna find out that he's dead anyway. It's not like yeah. You to, know, to make him not look like a too bad a like guy. a monster, yeah, yeah. But yeah, huh? So I never noticed the line before, but it is weird now. It's that, weird, that isn't it? This is the, the this is the peril of the minute thing. Is that you're like, huh? It's a strange. Yeah. Hmm. I can't think of any other reason. Yeah, his family's out. Maybe was this one? I don't know. Do you think? Do you think this was? Uh, I was going to ask if this was. Not so much an error, but they had already filmed this, and then they changed how it would all play Possible. out. But this is an overdub. They could have just changed that dialogue in the studio at the very end when it was all cut. Yeah. They could have just had him say, oh, because it was all in Sicilian. Oh, yeah, totally. So he could have yeah. had him say, like, just reiterate, hey, you're going to get him to take yeah. my money. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think of how it would... If Clemenza doesn't know, which we have to assume he doesn't know, because he asks him, "What you know? How are you going to get him to change? What if? What are you going to do?" He, yeah. he sounds like he doesn't know what the plan is. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. Anyway, yeah. Well, that's well. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, would you what want to point you? out Clemenza is eating again? Yes. So it's like this. They really are like shit. This. This is all. This is close to the prequel thing of like explaining how he got fat because every <laughs> yeah. scene we see him and he's eating. <laughs> that's that's what people wanted to know about yeah. Clemenza's origin story. Oh, he ate a lot. That's how he got uh, fat. I assumed it was all like bulletproof vests uh, under his jacket and stuff. Oh, Mikey, that little go- that that come come over and learn something. I'm gonna teach you something. That's what they should have had eating and be like, oh, the sauce is terrible. Well, someone needs to teach them how to make good sauce. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> Let's see. So when Clemenza, when Clemenza uh, asks Vito, how are you going to get him to take less money? Vito drops a, a classic prequel line. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he says, quote, I'll make him an offer he don't refuse. Mm, again, this is the demo tape version. This is the demo tape years yeah. of it. He hasn't quite figured out the line He says it in English. Yet. Yeah, in English, yeah. though, yeah. Uh, I'll make him an offer he don't refuse. So his first line of English was, what is that? I'll take care of everything. I'll take, I'll take care of everything. And then now he's saying, I'm going to make him an offer he don't refuse. Now... I'm glad they put that in there. That is definitely borderline, like <laughs> a little too much. But I'm glad they put it in there and they had him say it differently because it showed that over the years he refined it as his English improved. Yes, right. Now, they should have made it even more, even more <laughs> like there's no way he'll refuse my offer. He's no, he, no, he no refuse my offer. You know, like yeah. they can change the syntax and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. In a previous minute, when he said, "Maybe I take care of everything," and mm-hmm. he and he chuckled, I mm-hmm. noticed that it gave me the impression that he was saying something that was a common expression in English. Yeah, we talked as a yeah. new English one. So I kind of got that impression here too. But that would be really strange <laughs> if he just picked that up from what people said back then, and it be, ended up becoming his iconic line. Maybe yeah. it's actually not an iconic line to everyone in the movies. But to us as the audience watching them, it is. Well, is it, it possible? Because it's not like when God, when Don Corleone says in Godfather 1, oh, I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Everyone doesn't like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they clap. It's just, oh, okay. Well, I, f- I thought that was kind of like, I figured it was kind of like the reason thing in, that they mentioned in the book last week mm-hmm. where that... That was kind of saying, I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse, was basically like a signal, like I'm going to threaten his yeah. life unless he goes along with it. But obviously, they yeah. wouldn't know that at this point. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is that. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is, it's funny to think that, because we do see Michael quoted. Is Mikey mm-hmm. the, one, the only one other than the Don who says it? I'm going to make it up. The Santino... Sonny does say when the when the Turks people called him back. Yeah, he said, "Oh, and what they uh, they say the offer is too good to refuse." Mm-hmm. Remember after the failed assassination yeah. attempt on Pop, mm-hmm. and then Tom says, "Well, what did they offer?" He's like, "Ah, but be, but about this, that." Okay, but I I don't think he says uh, he. I don't. He wouldn't dare use Pop's line. Say. Give credit to the Turk for using Pops. Line. Yeah, he wouldn't that say would like s- the Turk said. The Turk made us an offer we can't refuse. He wouldn't say that. Yeah. They, oh, imagine if the Turk used that line. <laughs> talking well, it turns to out Sonny. everyone. Maybe everyone does use that's, it. That's what I'm kind of pointing out here. Is maybe this is just common. One thing, um, one ongoing debate my wife and I have is the phrase "Holy cow." Okay. You and I, growing up in the New York City tri-state area, there was a sportscaster named Phil Rizzuto who worked for the Yankees, and mm-hmm. his catchphrase was, holy cow! Yeah. And he would say it like in commercials and other stuff. They came out with a book of his poems, and it was called, Oh, Holy Cow. <laughs> um, and uh, I mentioned this to my wife, who grew up in the Chicago area, and she's like, no, that's Harry Carey's catchphrase. <gasps> and she's what? like, what are you talking about? I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, Harry Carey would say... 
Um, like when the ball would be a home run, his catchphrase was "Holy cow!" He would say "Holy oh, cow!" No, and I'm like, "What the? I don't know. I don't know who to believe in. I don't believe my eyes anymore." Oh my god! So, uh, and I don't remember if I ever looked it up to say if it, who I well maybe I didn't want to look it up because I didn't want to find out that Phil Rizzuto oh. stole it from Harry Carey. But maybe this is a Harry Carey Phil Rizzuto thing where everyone uses. Oh yeah, I'm going to make him an offer I can't refute, oh, or a couple gosh. of different people are using it. Holy cow! Yeah. <laughs> but I guess no one ever says no one ever knows they're getting an offer they can't refuse <laughs> that's true you know what I mean no one ever says listen this is an offer you can't refuse that would sign be. that contract I mean he does do the threat part either your brains yeah. or your signature wind up by that contract would it I, be more effective to say that first listen I'm making you an offer you you, you just can't <laughs> refuse if you do this I'll listen, do I'm this. gonna I'm gonna do what's called make you an offer you can't refuse <laughs> <laughs> to clarify that this is a, a unique situation like I'm invoking yeah. the no refusal oh offer That's clause great. and so on it yeah. sounds like the Corleone family needs more lawyers <laughs> wait is it actually is it even considered an offer if it can't be refused? It's a command then, right? Well, I guess I guess the way you're supposed to look at it is I'm making them an offer and you technically can refuse it, but there will be consequences. Right, but they're 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 using it in the sense of like it's such a good offer. Yeah. There's no way he won't take yeah. it. Yeah. But there's also that the threat because first when he says he made him an offer he can't refuse uh-huh. when he's the first time we hear it is Mikey talking to Kay about it yeah that's he says right. he made him an offer he couldn't refuse yeah and so in that context you could see how Kay would just think oh he just must have offered him a lot of money yeah. or whatever yeah. but then he clarifies that yeah that that was the situation so when he says he made someone an offer you can't refuse that's what he knew it was yeah you know that's what anyway I can't believe that it's been five years we've been doing this and just now we're really analyzing that classic line. <laughs> well, we knew it was going to be coming up in the scenes. We wanted to true. save it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's is this too prequely for your taste? I know you're particularly sensitive to writers hamming it up. Uh, you know, now that we're analyzing it and scrutinizing it, I feel that way, but I didn't feel that way just watching the movie. I guess because it yeah. goes by so quickly that it's not like they don't put a hat on it or, you know, or... That they don't hang their hang his hat on it. <laughs> There's nowhere for them to hang yeah. a hat on it. Um, so uh, it's it's close. Yeah, I'll allow it just because it's a great movie. They, yeah. they don't, and it's one. Know. It's probably one of the first ones, right? Well, other than yeah. Clemenza stuffing his face all the time. No, I mean the first time a prequel is like a, an explanation re- for explanation things. referencing yeah. a line that would was in a. Because I mean, movies have movie had flashbacks earlier. before. But this yeah. one feels different because you're basically it's a character who was in the other movie who's not in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Although it would be interesting to find out in cinema who was the first director to writer director to to do that. Yeah. Have a flashback scene or a sequel where yeah. they did reference. I watched this great documentary called one. The Story of Film. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the first episode I thought was the most interesting one because it goes from like the start of inventing a film to them trying to figure the filmmakers figuring out the storytelling tools mm. so like I'm like when was a flashback first introduced because that yeah. would have been a new thing yeah so yeah. like the one thing like for example um, they, I want they never 
early movies, it, like suppose they did a movie about a house is on fire, a woman's trapped in the house, and the firemen are going to save her. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the plot. They would show from the outside of the house. They would show the lady leaning out the door, going, "Ah!" Oh, you'd see the flames from far away. Mm-hmm. The fire truck would go up. They'd go up the ladder, and then they get her, and then they bring her down, and then eh, we saved her. Mm-hmm. Then the film cuts to the inside of the house and you see the exact same scene but from her point of view you see the house ah. on fire you see her leaning out the window from the back going help 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 you see the ladder go clunk stick up and then you see the guy come up and grab oh, her and go funny. around like it, at some point someone said well, wait a minute why don't we cut between these yeah so that it's more exciting when you're because when you watch the second one you're like okay i know they're gonna save her it's not as exciting but yeah so yeah. that kind of stuff that, that totally interesting that someone had to be the first person to be like Watch this. Look what I did. <laughs> yeah. People were like, whoa, it's so much better. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, story of film, track it down if you're yeah, interested excellent. in that kind that of great. storytelling stuff. And but so yes. there, was, there was someone who said, oh, in this flashback, we have to have dialogue that will later be seen. Yeah. Well, the, also, like, how comic. would you convey that it's a flashback? Yeah. Like, how would you convey that this is some, like, I, who's because, the first person to add the sound effect? Yeah. <laughs> make, the, make it go all blurry. It's cloudy. <laughs> Close up on their head. as they. <laughs> You know, I would love to keep talking about The Godfather right now. Well, then why don't you? Because the paywall is coming down. <laughs> so if people, if I want to keep talking about it, I have to go to godfatherminute.com slash support. But the good news is if I do that, not only do I get the rest of this episode, I have hundreds of hundreds of bonus contents out there. Are you, are you trying to say that you're making an offer that our listeners don't refuse? No! No!